everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. Hope you guys enjoyed the previous special that you guys got. Um, that was pretty fun to do. But we are back, and what I mean by we, I mean you lovely listeners and myself. We are back to the regular weekly format, and, you know, we started the second half of season 15 just a few weeks ago and we're really getting into this one this week because this has one of my favorite South Park songs of all time. Now, at the time of this recording, there is a tournament going on on a lot of the social media platforms of the best South Park song ever. And I didn't see this one that we're going to hear today in the bracket of the 64, which is kind of disappointing because I think if this song had been on there, I think this song could have gone far. I don't know if it would have won it, but I think it would have gone far. But uh, the episode this week that I will be reviewing is The Last of the Mexicans. Almost, I almost messed up that wording, but that's okay. So, um, there's really nothing else to say except let's dive into this week's episode, The Last of the Mexicans. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October the 12th, 2011. So our episode begins in the backyard of Cartman's house, where they're playing a game called Texans versus Mexicans. Now, Cartman obviously has to represent the Texans, and the Texans are protecting the border from Mexicans entering the United States. Meanwhile, in the woods, the other kids are representing the Mexicans. And Butters wants to be the leader of his group of Mexicans. But they're like, nah, I think we'll stick with Kyle. We'll stick with Kyle as the leader. So, after Cartman rejects his mom to, to speak to his grandfather, good job, kid, uh, Kyle comes out and he distracts Cartman. And this is start of a fun scene here. Because it's like, you know, they're calling each other names, and at one point, Carver's like, you're a Mexican Jew! And then Stan makes it across the border, so he's on base. Then Token gets on base. And eventually, everybody gets on base. So the guys are eating pizza at the table, and, you know, Carver's upset about how the game went, but where's Butters? Where is Butters? Well, we see Butters is still in the forest, he's still in the woods, and he's having his own dialogue, and he's feeling as if, well, everyone else has gone to greener pastures, I'm the last of my own, and he calls himself the last of the Mexicans, and you even get, like, the title of the episode name up there, which is actually pretty cool, I I enjoyed that. So... Butters is walking in the snow. Mm, excuse me. Butters is walking in the snow on a, on a dark night when this couple is driving their car. And 
they or you know like they can't really see it's snowing really bad so they accidentally hit butters and this couple thinks that butters is an actual mexican so butters is speaking part spanish part english but you know the couple is like oh we've got to help this poor mexican we've got to help them and they take him to their home so then the lady shows butters or in this case matakia and i'll talk about what that name means in a, in a little bit his room so she's like bed bed pillow pillow and then there's this one part where she's like window window and butters is like yeah window and she's like oh he knows window so you know and then she shows him a bottle of windex and she's like windex windex so basically or butters is in a safe place but she he's being taken care of by people who think they're mexican so that night Everyone is asleep at Cartman's house because they're having a slum, you know, a slumber party. TV's on. They're all asleep. But Cartman, he can't really get to sleep. And then he says Butter's name. And then he sits up. And then he realizes, wait a minute. Where is Butter's? And Kyle is like, he's here. I, I, I thought he was here. And Stan is like, yeah, he was at dinner, wasn't he? So Carmen then recognizes that, hey, this game is not over. The game of Texans versus Mexicans is not over. So they decide to go out in the cold to find butters. And then that leads us to one of my all-time favorite south park songs and i'm gonna play the scene as well that sets up to the song so butters has been for a few minutes humming this song and he gets called over and he gets something and what happens is maybe one of the best songs that Matt Stone and Trey Parker have ever done. Matakia, come to the living room. We have a surprise for you. Surprise! We scraped some money together and got you something. It's a present, Matakia. A present. Wow! A present just for me? Oh, he's such a happy little Mexican. How do you like that, Montekia? Your very own leaf blower! <laughs> I have no idea how it works, but I'm sure you do. <laughs> Say, how'd you like to go in the backyard and play? Oh, look at him, darling. He's so happy. Oh, no, no, Montekia. You're just blowing the leaves from one side to the other. <laughs> Get them in one pile so you can use the garbage bags we loaned you. Oh, see, senor. Oh, he's so adorable. Mexican, 
Okay, look, I'm just going to say it. How was that song not in the tournament of the best South Park songs of all time? That is a gem of a song. It's just, uh, I love that song. So, um, after the song is played, we see the lady and she's crying. And her husband is asking what's wrong. And she explains that, well, she knows that he, you know, Matakia can't stay in their house forever. He wants to go home. So, they decide, okay, we're going to take him somewhere to, you know, get him closer to his people. And where do they take him? An El Polo Loco restaurant. Yep. Because that's where Mexicans are. At El Polo Loco. So, Montequilla is sitting in the kitchen of the El Polo Loco. And he's talking. And the people in the kitchen, they recognize him. They recognize him on the board, you know, on the on the ad, you know, in the flyers, the advertisements. They recognize this. They recognize him. And they get the realization of, you know what? Being in America sucks. So, they decide, after the words that Butters has said of he wants to be back with his friends, that they're going to leave the United States and go back to Mexico. I don't know how they misinterpret that, but they do. So... They hop in their car, they go to the hospital, and they tell a couple of their friends that, hey, we're going back to Mexico. So a couple more people join them. And then we go to the border, the U.S. border. And there's a couple members of the Border Patrol that are standing, they're doing their job, and they're looking towards where the Mexican people would attempt to go over the fence to get into the U.S., what they don't see behind them is Mexicans from the U.S. side going back over the border into Mexico. And it confuses them. So, after that, the news catches on to this story. And, you know, Randy and Sharon, after they've gotten back together from the previous episode are watching, and Randy is in support of them. He's in support of, you know, the Mexican people wanting to go back to Mexico. That is until he sees this. One of the best uses of the Darth Vader no I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Basically, uh, for those that didn't get the joke, 
uh, he opens the door, and there are a bunch of leaves just on his lawn, and it's like, they can't do this. So once again... So, after Randy has discovered that his lawn is a mess, Carmen is watching TV, and Kyle and Stan come over, and Kyle is particularly upset. Why? Because Carmen has put out a flyer for, if you have seen Matakia, you are to shoot him. Remember, we're still playing Texans versus Mexicans. I don't know how this game is still going on, but it it just is. So, now, Butters, pardon me, Montequilla, has officially crossed the Mexican border. He is in Mexico. And apparently, he's a pretty big deal. Because he wakes up one morning, naked. The only thing he's wearing is his hat. He opens the windows, and there, standing in the street, are hundreds of Mexicans cheering him and i caught on right away what this is parroting the scene from it is a parody of monty python's life of brian where in that movie the people think that brian is the messiah and you know he's butt naked and then of course the scene where the mom comes in and he's like he's not the messiah he's a very naughty boy if you've never seen that movie, folks, I definitely recommend you check out Monty Python's Life of Brian. But anyway, so every time Butters, pardon, Montequilla does something, he has the crowd in his hands, literally. He raises his hand, the Mexicans raise their hand. He raises his other hand, the Mexicans raise their hand. So he has, in a sense kind of become their new idol in Mexico. Meanwhile, at the border, they're training a bunch of new people to work for the border patrol, and one of them happens to be Cartman, because why not? So, one of the things they give them is a taser, and this is a very strong taser. And after they are trained, we see a group of Mexicans trying to go to the border, try to get over to the U.S. Well, Cartman sees them, and he turns on this water. He turns, he gets a pool of water, turns it off, starts the taser, throws the taser into the water, and electrocutes all these Mexicans. And... The guy is really impressed. And this ends up uh, leading into them doing basically a parody of the, I guess it's the intro to the show, Border Wars. And Border Wars was on for five seasons. And this aired on the National Geographic channel. In total, Border Wars had 56 episodes with their longest episode being season two which was a 17 episode season season three had started about a month 
before the second half of season 15 of South Park began. So there is your brief history of Border Wars. No big stars came out of this. It was just showing the everyday struggle of keeping people out of the U.S. So, back in Mexico, there is a celebration in honor of Mataquilla. And they have a giant head of Mataquilla, they have a pinata of Mataquilla, and they've even named a day in honor of Mataquilla. So, Butters gets up on the table and he starts to speak and he tells them that this is great, this is wonderful, but I have to go back home. And then I assume this is the president of Mexico does a speech. And at the end, Butters is like, does anyone know what he said? Because I really don't understand. (laughs) So now we're back at the border and here comes Montaquilla. Here comes Butters. And everyone in the border patrol is like, yes, come over, come over. Everyone except Cartman, because Cartman is still playing Texans versus Mexicans. Which, okay, you know what? At this point, I'm just going to say it. It's a game of tag. That's basically what this is, is a game of tag. So we get this great chase scene. And at first, Cartman shoots at Montequilla. And he avoids it. And the other Border Patrol officers are trying to stop him. And they don't understand what's going on with Cartman. You know, they think that, hey, he's doing a job when he's actually doing a game. So, Montequilla first grabs a mule. He rides the mule. Cartman chases him. Mule versus mule. While this is going on, the people in Mexico are listening to radio coverage. I kid you not. Radio coverage of Montequillo attempting to get over the border. So then, Montequillo gets on a motorboat. Cardman gets on a motorboat. Still chasing. We're still getting coverage of this in Mexico. Cartman then is on an ATV. And Butters is back on the mule. See, I would have thought ATV, ATV. But in reality, Montequillo, or Montequilla is back on the board, or is on the, on the mule. So Cartman jumps, grabs Montequillo, thinks he's got him, when in reality, he's got a pinata version of Montequilla. So in reality... Monte, the real Montequilla fooled Cartman. He's climbing over the fence and he has made it to base. He has made it to base. And even when they announce it on the on the radio in Mexico, it's like, base. And the people are cheering. They're celebrating. Even the members of the Border Patrol are celebrating that Montequilla has made it over the fence back into the USA because they want Mexicans here in the United States. So now, everybody gathers back at Cartman's house eating pizza and Cartman is still upset. 
And Butters is like, hey, you know what? Maybe after this, I should be uh, the leader of our Mexican group. And one of them is like, Butters, you were two and a half weeks late. And then this ending. Butters stands on the table. And you hear it. And you see just about every Mexican that has probably been in this episode you could think of. On the streets, in the boat, in cars. And even a mother and a baby are doing this noise and they're raising their arms. And they're chanting and it is absolutely hilarious. And then Carmen ends it off with some joke and that is the end of the last of the Mexicans. Oh my goodness, what an episode this was. Uh, before I get into my rating, I kept saying Montequilla, Montequilla, Montequilla. What is Montequilla? Well, Montequilla is Spanish for butter. Makes sense. Learned something new today. What did I think of this episode? Loved this episode. I absolutely loved this episode. Um, this is obviously an example of focusing on the illegal immigration that's still going on to this day in the United States. But Trey and Matt did this in a real fun way um, where Butters, even after he leaves is one of, like, the biggest, like, heroes, idols of Mexico down there. And, of course, the song. I love the song. I'm going to give this a solid 9 out of 10. This is such a fun episode to watch. Um, really, from beginning to end, there's not a weak moment in this episode. I truly, truly um, enjoyed watching this episode okay so i'm gonna read a couple of production notes then i'm gonna get into the reception of this episode so in the show's commentary the creator described their distaste when cops advisors and television producers get together and of course they uh, parodied border wars and another show dea which i'm not really going to talk about because well it didn't last long um, they picked Butters as the leader of the Mexicans since Montequilla is Spanish for Butters, which they thought sounded kind of noble. Trey Parker wrote the song Work Mexican Work six years prior to this episode. <laughs> oh my god, he's had this in his back pocket for six years. Great time to pull that song out. The episode received positive reviews from critics. Ryan McGee of the AV Club gave this episode a B plus, stating, The Last of the Mexicans isn't really about immigration reform so much as it's about the narcissistic viewpoint that America must be, as a point of in, in, ugh, irrefutable fact, the best place in the world to live. For some, that's a fairly ballsy thing to say, but the way in which Parker and Stone say it bypasses political grandstanding and casts their gaze instead on our supposed understanding of those that have immigrated to America and currently live and work here. 
Eric Hoshberger of TV Fanatic gave the episode a 3.4 out of 5. Mike Nasiata, yeah, Mike Nasiatka of 411 Mania gave the episode a 7 out of 10, saying the episode was entertaining, along with having a killer song. See, somebody likes the song too! IGN gave the episode an 8 out of 10, stating, Butter's episodes always provide good material, and this one is no exception. The episode was never aired in Mexico or Latin America since the TV network Comedy Central Comedy Central Latino America thought the episode would be considered offensive, particularly the scene where Cartman appears to kill a bunch of Mexicans with his taser. Alright, let's go to IMDB and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,200 people have rated this episode, and the average rating for this episode is an 8 out of 10. Wow, very rare we get an exact number. 480 people gave this episode a 10. 425 people gave it a 9. That's going to be the score I give this week's episode. 640 people gave it an 8. And 36 people gave it a 1. To break it into demographics, both males and females average ratings are an 8. The highest demographic for males is 18 to 29 with an average rating of an 8.2. With females, same demographic, 18 to 29 being the highest demographic. Although their score is a lot higher, an 8.7. So, now that we've gone into that episode, given it our rating... Let's see what the fans thought of the show. And surprisingly, there's only two reviews of this episode. I thought there'd be a lot more. The first review is from Varon underscore 120 who wrote, This episode was named The Last of the Mexicans. In this episode, we see that Stan has become normal. A relief it is to see Stan's back with the gang. The episode starts with the kids playing Mexicans against the Texans, with Eric, the Texas leader, trying to stop Mexicans entering the border of the U.S. This episode makes good use of Eric and Butters again to bring some laughs. Unlike from second to sixth episode of this season, this episode remain, reminds us of the South Park we know. Both the episodes after the mid-season break are good, but this episode reminds us of the South Park we know. I hope Trey and Matt continue making episodes like this without doing much experiments like they did in the earlier episodes of the season by keeping the main three characters out. Kenny doesn't play a big role anyway. So I would give 9 out of 10 to this episode. I am happy that nice old South Park is back again. The other review is from Thahar who wrote, the mid-season finale felt like the South Park creators wanted to end the show, and I was thinking the same. But episodes like this, made within a week and full of originality and humor, feels like South Park can go on for a few more years. I really liked this episode because of the classic satire that were in the early episodes. The writers didn't need to use current events for the plot of this episode. Instead, they use a plot that can be considered timeless making me feel that this episode could have been made 10 years ago. It's that good. Though the not breaking out of character thing was kind of similar to a recent episode of South Park, the irony in the episode was hilarious and makes me remember why I love South Park. 
any episode that involves the four boys and or butters is a great episode. Whew. Uh, only thing is, I wish this person had put periods in that, in that review. But, look, this is a really liked episode with an awesome song. Um, like I said, how this song was not in the tournament for the best South Park song of all time, I, I will never understand. Now, before I go... Or before I wrap up the show, I want to read a tweet that I got recently on our Twitter account at SharksPond97. It is from at Nicola0349 who tagged at the show and wrote, Bill, I enjoy listening to your podcast with everything I love about South Park. Keep up the good work. Well, Nicholas, I want to thank you very much, because that is his real that is his name, is Nicholas. I want to thank you very much for that fantastic uh, comment, and it's people like you that we do this show each and every week, try to give a good reaction to the show, and kind of call it the way we see it, and I think pretty much do a good job with it. Uh, It's been a long ride, but it's been a fun ride, and we're just going to keep going for quite some time. So, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, like Nicholas does, you can follow us on Twitter, SharksPond97. You can leave us a tweet. You can leave us a comment on just about anything. And you can also join the Facebook group, SharksPond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans of the show, where you guys can discuss past, present, and, yes, future South Park episodes. Next time around, uh, gonna be talking about gossip websites because the next episode is Bass to Mouth. That is the next episode on Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. I am Bill. Hope you all have enjoyed this episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, and I'll talk to you all later.